Knock, knock, jeeple. Don't be like that. Let me in. Tonight we make podcast history. We're talking with Mike Bunton, who's been a member for just six weeks, but literally has already experienced a world of difference. And there's no doubt he's changed our world too. And in 30 minutes, I guarantee you'll understand how, and I'll bet you'll understand why. For time's sake, we had to cut out so much, like Mike talking more about being the head coach for Sebastian River High School's rugby team. At the same time, we had to add stuff. We literally stopped recording and we're just chatting, and then Tony was like, hey, yo, 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 bring that beat back up. Mikey B is not done spitting knowledge. Okay, so that's a, a bit of a paraphrase, but that's exactly what happened. We were literally done, and then we were like, wait, what did you say? Okay, we gotta start recording again. Say that one more time. Don't leave this podcast early, y'all. Enough intro. Let's get into it. I was going to ask you if you had to pick, what got you in more? Are you more into rugby or more into coaching? Like, are you more of a coach or more of a rugby guy? Did you A rugby um, guy who coaches or a coach who does rugby? I'd say that I wasn't the best gifted, so I had to work really hard to be good. And I think those that aren't gifted right up front turn into great coaches because they've had to put in the extra reps. They've had to put in the tape watching, so to speak. They've had to figure things out on their own to get better. And so once you've done that, it's really easy to help others. So um, uh, leadership, mentoring, that's kind of been a, a, a passion or a gift that I've had. So it just worked out where I could do both, uh, stay involved in the sport I love. Um, I mean, last couple years you know i was flirting with 400 pounds there's no way i could play again i mean Mm. that did cross my mind but um what crossed i'm sorry to interrupt what crossed your mind uh the thought of playing again never really crossed my mind because i was so heavy and so out of shape um Mm. to be honest it has crossed my mind that i've lost a bunch of weight but then i think there's risk of getting injured. If I get injured, then I can't train. So um, I'm having so much fun at CrossFit right now that I don't want to risk that injury playing. It's so interesting because the, one of the most common misconceptions about CrossFit is that it's dangerous. Yes. Yes. I've heard that. I've heard that, you know, they don't care. They, they throw a lot of work at you. You know, they don't adjust. You're going to get hurt. Those guys are crazy, but I have well, not experienced. Crazy. Yeah, you are, but in a good way. But I have yeah. not experienced any of that at our at our box. The coaches have been amazing at modifying and encouraging. So I haven't felt uncomfortable with anything they've asked me to do. I want to talk to you about how you found CrossFit Fort Pierce or why you went searching for CrossFit Fort Pierce. But but I'd kind of maybe do it like Quentin Tarantino, start at the end of the movie and work backwards <laughs> a little good. bit. All right. What? what? <laughs> Who are you now in comparison to who you were when you started at CrossFit Fort Pierce? What's the difference? What's the change? Uh, Answer that how you want. Confidence. I've gained so much confidence in the last couple months. It's, it's, uh, it's been amazing. The, the level of confidence I feel going in there every day and pushing myself and competing against myself from the day before just in that workout, not looking at anybody else, but knowing that I showed up and I gave it my best every day. It's just helped my confidence out so much. Um, So I'd say confidence is the number one thing I've gained in the last couple months being at CrossFit Fort Pierce. 
I think it's a very thorough answer, but I want to hear more. So I'm just going to ask, can you say more about what it means to compete against yourself and to be a person that's competitive geared towards competing against yourself? Sure. I think for me, as uh, I got so heavy, you put restrictions on yourself. I can't do this until I get to X weight or I can't do this. And so then you end up just sitting on the sideline, not doing anything. And for me as a person growing up and being competitive, being involved in wrestling in high school, being involved in rugby, and then the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years just sitting on the sideline of life to get back going and to get in there and realize that in each class, there's people of varying levels of fitness, but it doesn't matter. What matters is that I try my hardest and I do my best. And when you go in there and you know that you've given it your all and you've put all that sweat out and all that effort, there's no way you can't feel good about yourself. So for me, that that's what it is for me. Um, and, and I like to compete. I like to do well. I, you know, I, I'll, I'm very competitive at board games. You know, if we do tic-tac-toe, I want to win. So for me to go in there, I want to do my best and and I want to exceed um, every day and every rep. And so the coaches have done a really good job as well of checking my ego and helping me check my ego and go, no, 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 slow down. We don't want you to get hurt. You got to do this first. You, you got to crawl before you walk, so to speak. So it's it's been uh, really good. What's your favorite board game? Uh, it was Monopoly, but I'll admit I used to cheat as a kid. If they let me be Who banker... Doesn't? I'd be slipping myself money. That's how my sister does. My grandma play won't play. We've, we've, my brother and I ruined that game for her. She will not play Monopoly. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, my, my goodness. I'm, I hope that was an expensive headset because the amount of times that you're offering up mic drops, it's going to really start to become problematic to keep replacing your equipment. <laughs> we'll probably edit out that joke, actually. Uh, can you say something more about what it means to check your ego? Uh, because you strike me as a very personable, gracious person. Um, humble in the sense that you're very oriented towards the community. So when you talk about checking your ego, I, I guess I would be surprised to think what ego and what does that mean when a coach checks your ego for you? Well, when you get in the gym and you look around you and you see ladies lifting more than you. You know, and you want to, you want, I'm a man, I should be able to lift X, you know, mm. and, and that's the ego check you get. Like, yeah, eventually you will be able to lift that and exceed that. However, we got to get your technique right. We got to get your movement right so that you don't hurt yourself. And so in the beginning, Tony was very good. Christina Allen, just like, hey, you know, slow down. You're not going anywhere. You keep coming back. We want to get your form right to protect you so you don't get hurt. And in the beginning, I just felt like, hey, I'm a 270-something pound guy. I should be able to do this. But they brought me back in gently and like, no, 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 calm down. We'll get you there, but let's do this first. Let's get this mm -hmm. right first. So that's what I mean by checking my ego. Because it's easy to get wrapped up in the I want to lift heavy or I want to do this because you see other people doing it. Yeah. So. So, so one of the ways that my ego manifests is the obsession with numbers. And the, one of the ways that coaches check my ego is to, to try to pull me away from thinking about numbers, whether that's measurements, uh, scales, weights. So, so I don't mean to say this in that regard, 
but you've thrown out a couple of numbers. You've talked about being a 270 that that dot man. You also talked about um, being, you know, flirting with 400 pounds. I think yeah. how you said that. So not the numbers mean anything, but numbers can say something. Can you talk about even just from 400 near 400? Oh, yeah. So um, unfortunately, uh, July of last year, I was 395. And that wasn't the first time I was 395. Um, I eat my feelings. So uh, that's not good. And so um, I've I've had temporary success on diets and never really strung it together. I also tend to have this lone wolf mentality where I just do it myself and I don't get help or don't reach out. And unfortunately, I didn't sustain anything that way. Well, I decided to have a weight loss surgery. So I had the, the gastric sleeve surgery. They removed 80% of my stomach. That was in October uh, of last year. Um, first appointment was with the surgeon consultation in July, July 24th. I weighed 395 pounds. At the time of surgery, I weighed 358 pounds. Um, and uh, when I walked through the doors at the end of May, I was 278-ish, uh, right around there. Um, and I, you know, I eat a thousand calories a day. That's all I eat. I have 90 grams of protein every day. That's my number one macro to hit every day. I drink uh, or I take a, a high um, potency multivitamin and a calcium supplement. So I've been following that um, very um, meticulously to get the weight off. And before coming to CrossFit, um, the doctor told me, I want you to start lifting when you get down to 300. We want to strip some fat off first. So I was doing a lot of walking. Um, a lot of walking, some biking, uh, on my lunch break, I'd go walk two and a half miles, just sweating my ass off and it got bored, you know, I I got bored with it. And, uh, when it came time to lift, I was just going to go back to a regular gym, figured, all right, I'll go hit it before work. I'll knock it out. I'll get it done. But I've been a fan of CrossFit. I've known about it for years. I've watched the CrossFit games. I'd marvel at the men and women and how fit they were and how versatile they were. And it just looked really awesome. And I heard about the CrossFit communities, how fierce they were, you know, how, how they just, they're, they're so loyal to, to the people in the community and they just lift you up and it's kind of hard to fail when you get plugged in. And so um, I've, driven up and down us one a hundred thousand times just seeing the building looking in like hmm, maybe one day and i just decided to give it a go so i emailed tony about some uh some info some some pricing and he said come on by for a class and and the first uh first day in the box i just felt the vibe of the box it just felt good like you could tell there was community you could tell the coaches were invested you could tell people attending the classes were invested. You could see the camaraderie. And so after my, uh, my, uh, free trial, I was like, yep, I'm in and five days, you know, unlimited plan. Let's do it. And so I've lost 27 pounds, um, from the end of May until now. Uh, I've stalled a couple. Yeah, it is awesome. I've stalled a couple times, but body comp is changing, you know, belts Mm got to get tighter. Pants are getting bigger. Shirts are getting bigger. So, um, and that is because of the community. The 530 crew has been great. 
you know, Elle's awesome at getting me to do after party. And uh, it's just a good vibe, like the entire class and coaches. So, uh, You stated earlier about what your nutrition's like. Mm-hmm. And a lot of what we preach in the gym is nutrition. And you have to follow a specific plan for, for your surgery. And you follow it to the T, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Has it had any effect um, as someone that's been an athlete that has consumed a lot of food that – has it had any effect on your performance or your ability? Have what is your feelings on that? No, actually, I'm I'm really surprised. Um, when I about two weeks in, I actually had a follow up with the surgeon, and I said, "Hey, I've just started CrossFit. I'm going at least five days a week. Right now, I'm doing a thousand calories. Does that need to go up?" And they said, "No, as long as you don't have mental fatigue constantly." physical fatigue constantly or if you've been in like a month-long stall other than that just keep doing what you're doing and it really is crazy that i'm going in and putting in the effort on a thousand calories only it it does that goes to show you how much we actually don't need to consume to continue to operate right it's really interesting it's really interesting to sit back and, and listen to that it I mean, you see me almost five, if not six days a week, and I don't really, I give my best effort. I'm not dragging. I'm not lethargic. You know, I move pretty well for my size. So there's, there hasn't been, I, I'm really you, shocked. You actually. move pretty well, period. Well, you, thank you. You move pretty well, period. Yeah. Um. So I'm, I'm surprised that there hasn't been some type of drop off, but no, I haven't felt any negative effect of a low cal um, diet at the moment. And to two and a half, uh, two and a half months, almost three months. So Mike, what happened to the lone wolf who is now here for this several minutes talking about community so much? Did you come in looking for community or were you impacted by community? Can you just talk a little bit about that? I think that, you know, I think that, um, I finally learned or accepted what I knew is that I can't do this on my own. And, and honestly, given the way these, these two and a half, three months have gone, I sometimes wonder if I had got involved in CrossFit before surgery, if I really would have needed it because of the community and the support, because it is that uplifting. So, um, I just realized that I can't do it on my own and I need extra, I need that support. And if I had just gone back to a regular gym or gone to 24 hour fitness or whatever, I would have had a greater chance of just falling off and not coming back because it's so easy to get sidetracked. But when you're plugged into a community, you make friends, even if they're only gym friends, you look forward to seeing them at the gym. You look forward to talking to them. You look forward to that encouragement you get or the encouragement you give them. There's just something positive about it. So that I I knew I needed uh, that. I couldn't do it by myself. I knew I needed help just like I needed help with the actual weight loss in order to get to my end goal. Um, I, I knew I needed help and I just didn't want to keep repeating the patterns of, of going like this lone wolf thing and failing. So I was looking for it. And, and the reputation of the CrossFit communities are so fierce and, and positive that I, I was 
kind of banking on it, really. As somebody who's now not only named the importance of community, but contributed so much to our community, just for kicks and giggles, what are your next set of goals? Well, it's not a weight, you know, because body comp is different from everybody. So if if you just state a weight, um, that's wrong. So and, and to be honest with you, the lowest adult weight I've ever weighed was 225, and I'm 40, so I've never been under 225. And, and I was 25 at the time when I hit that, and I had no muscle on me, and I still felt like I had a bunch of weight to lose. So you said you're two, you're 238. Right now I'm 245. Point 245. Okay. Five actually this morning, 245. Five. So I don't have a weight in mind. It's more of a body comp when I just look in the mirror and I go, yeah, I'm happy with that. And it's not even like a fat percentage either. It's just, I have a certain way I want to look. And when I get there, I get there, but there's also some fitness goals, you know, uh, running a 10 minute mile or something, uh, maybe doing a 5k. I have no aspirations to run for distance, but a what 5k. About a, what I, about a Toto bar? Oh, Toto bars. Yeah. Toto bar. I've never done a pull up in my life. So that's a goal. Um, strict or kipping whatever just to get one you know so um so so those are like my goals my fitness goals some of them um but again it's not about weight because body comps are different i've got pretty broad shoulders i'm a wide guy i'm not meant to be small so if if i get in my head that i need to weigh 170 i may not be healthy at 170 i don't know so i don't want to put a number on it it's just when i look in the mirror and, and and like it then that's it are you enjoying the process? I am actually, um, because I surprise myself almost every week. <laughs> it seems like uh, when I do my knees to belly, as I call them, I discovered I could do that a couple weeks ago. You know, I I didn't think I could. And when you guys have us doing uh, shoulder warm ups on the rig, you know, the scap pulls, I'm actually not doing them properly, but I am getting. I'm raising myself up a little and it's just every week there's something else that Who, whoever told you you're not doing them properly. I think I'm not doing them properly. I, although I haven't been corrected. So maybe I am doing them properly. Okay. Thank you. So, uh, but I like today I got movement and I was like, this is, you know, and, and I've never done a pull up, So like I'm working towards that and it feels great. Or the getting the rowing down pat where like I was, I wasn't intimidated, but I'm like, man, that's a lot. Of, but now I don't mind rowing like uh, Dave's give me some good pointers on it and I just go with it and it doesn't bother me. So every week it's, it's, I improve in some somewhere a couple Saturdays ago, I ran a half a mile in under seven minutes and that shocked the crap out of me. Never done that. I've never been a runner. That's crazy. So yeah. So the, the journey in the process has been really fun. A lot of times we focus on that destination and you can make yourself miserable because you just want to get there. And I'm enjoying the process. So I really, really have fun with it. Well, there's two things that I think can be sure to say. Number one, you're going to be doing a pull-up. And number two, it's not going to be that long from now. So <laughs> yeah. when that happens, it'll be a, a, a celebration from the community. And Mike, I just want to say is, uh, as someone who's watched and trained with you to know the extent to which you can per- perceive the, uh, the the needs, strengths, weaknesses of the community around you to also get a chance to talk with you and see the depth and uh, wisdom with which you know yourself. It, it's, it's just been a really a, a big pleasure to get to talk with you and 
And thanks for what you've done to model the CrossFit for Pierce community to all of us. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you guys for the support. Um, it's It's been helpful. It, it is one of the reasons that I keep coming back. I mean, I've fallen in love with CrossFit, but the community is also great. You know, when you're when you're tired and and you're the last one in a wad doing something and everybody's around you cheering you on, you just get a little extra juice and it just pushes you over. And when you're able to do that for somebody else, I think that's great, too. I don't want to mess this up with a joke, but can you repeat that? Yeah, sure. Um, So I think it's important uh, to be authentic about my journey. Um, because everybody has something they struggle with and specifically with weight loss and body image stuff, right? Um, whether it's 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 50 pounds, everybody's struggle. It's a struggle for them. And so if I can be authentic and, and help out, I will. And the same goes for my weight loss surgery. I think that there's a stigma about it or people look down about it. And, uh, for me personally, I was in over my head and I needed help and, I want to help somebody else not feel bad about themselves. If I'm completely open and honest about my journey, then maybe it helps somebody else get the help they need. If you have an alcohol problem, you go get help. If you have a drug problem, you go get help. So why not if you have an obesity problem or a food addiction problem? So I just feel it's important. And I'm not going to hide that I had surgery. I have some friends that that have had it and they they have not told people about it. They're 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 conflicted. And I'm like, you know what? That's not me. I can, you can ask me any question about it. I put it out there openly. So hopefully it helps somebody else. I don't want the attention. I don't want the attaboy. You're, no, that's not why I do it. I, I just want, I hope that it helps somebody who's stuck or who's, who's not thinking clearly about things. And they say, Hey, you know, that's an option. So, yeah. And, and, Let's be clear. The amount of prep that we gave you for this conversation was the 10 seconds it took for you to give your email. You had no idea what we'd be asking. And so really appreciate you taking the initiative to dive uh, deep into these places to help uh, eliminate potential stigmas and to refuse to allow stigmas to hold you back or have any authority. Oh, no problem. I I try and be authentic. You know, I'm a smart ass. Uh, It's a defense mechanism sometimes, I think. However, um, you know, living an authentic life is something that authentic life, I should say. Um, I, I kind of felt, uh, prior to surgery and prior to the, to, to joining CrossFit, I, I felt like, um, when I was at my heaviest, I was conflicted. Like I wasn't a whole one person, if you will. Like I had the, the, the athlete trapped in me that wasn't athletic anymore. And I had the, the, the outer image of me. And, and since having surgery and since getting more active and since joining CrossFit, I just feel whole, you know, I feel good. I feel complete and others around me that have known me for years, see it, you know, and, and that's the great part is that everything is coming together. And so I just try and be authentic at all times and some people might not like it, but that's okay. So, so to put you on the spot, with an extra bonus question again, like we wrapped up 20 minutes ago. Right? <laughs> I'm like, I'm, a, I'm afraid you're going to start charging. I mean, I spend my day with people who are either pretending to be therapists or pretending to have gone to therapy and graduated in the reality. Are you talking about me? No, no. What I, what I wanted to ask you was if you had any advice for people that are um, working towards feeling whole. What, I mean, you say you feel whole, and I'm like, my God, I get emails and see billboards for people advertising, you know, 
feel home. It's it's what we all want. What about this time in your life or your participation in this community makes you feel whole? I think that you have to strip away um, a lot of what society has thrown in your face and what a lot of what you've been kind of programmed to, to view as important and number one. And you just have to look at yourself and what's good for you. And you have to be a little selfish. You do not, not in a, an a-hole kind of way, but is this best for me to get me to my goal? Is this healthy for me? And then you've got to plug into a healthy community because no man's an Island. You can't get there. You know, if you want to get someplace quickly, I guess you go by yourself, but if you want to get there and have a good time, you got to go with friends. So just being authentic, identifying what you want, um, reasonably, you know, not, not this, this, but what is reasonable. You want to be healthy. Um, you want to feel better. You know, you want to do a toe to bar, you know, you want to run a 5k. Those are all good things. So you identify your goals, what's important to you, and you just have to be authentic with yourself. And then once you find that community, you have to be authentic with them. You can't put on a a mask with them. You know, if you truly want the support and you want to support others, you got to let your guard down. You got to get a little vulnerable and you just got to let people in. And when you do, you're going to find that they'll compliment you. You compliment them. You start to grow. You build bonds. And then you just, I, mean, I don't know, you just, that's what I do. So, are you a, Are you a motivational speaker? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I've just screwed up a lot and, you know, it took me 40 years to figure things out. So So, Tony, I am the kind of person that dot, dot, dot. You want to say a word about that? It seems to me that Mike has defined himself as a type of person that's willing to put in hard work. And I think it's important for everyone to identify who they are as I'm the type of person that, whatever that is, whatever that is that you want to be, identify yourself as that and work towards that every day. Every day you have to try to put effort towards what that is. You know, Mike has, has obviously put the work in to be hardworking, be someone that's disciplined, someone that follows the rules that his doctors or uh, coaches have given him. And he's become a, a great student. So he's, he's determined to say, I'm the type of person that's a good student. And I'm a type of person that's a hard worker. And I think if we all kind of remember those two things, be a good student and be a hard worker, I think we'd all be a lot more successful. Someone once said the thoughts, hopes, words, and actions of a man of integrity are all the same. I'm the type of person that dot, dot, dot. Mike, I don't want to stop hitting the record button because I feel like you're going to say something else. Mike, why don't you take us out? <laughs> Anything else? Uh, no, nah, I'm just grateful for the community that you guys have and for the coaches. Um, I haven't worked with all of them yet, but the ones I have worked with, um, they've been great. And uh, just the community has been great. And uh, the combination of both is, is – I told Tony, I guess, a month ago that – Coming into the the box is my happy place. I thought I was going to go to the 5 a.m. class, but I look forward to coming after work. You know, work is work. You get frustrated. You get annoyed. I come in there. I have fun. I work hard. I leave. I feel great. And so 
the, the box is my happy place. And I just look forward to continuing to put in the work and, and getting better. And another thing too, um, you got to learn to take a compliment. I deflect a lot and, uh, and uh, you know, you, you got to learn on your journey, right? Because cause a lot of times when you don't have the self-esteem or the confidence, you deflect because you're not used to it. So uh, um, Alan and, and Champagne got on me last week because uh, uh, Tony said I was looking mean, lean and mean. And I'm like, nah, good coaching. And I told him about it. And I'm like, no, you're in here. You're coachable. You're putting in there. And I was like, yeah, you know what? You're right. I got to stop deflecting. So. So that's just accept the confidence from the coach. You got to take credit for your hard work. You hard do. work pays off and you put well, the work in. That's one thing that after surgery, I wasn't taking credit for. I was giving all the credit to the surgery. Oh, you're doing great. Nah, it's the surgery. Oh, you're doing, nah, it's the surgery. But in reality, I'm the one that is strictly following this salary cal- thousand calorie diet. Well, at first it was 600 calories right away and then it went up to eight and now it's a thousand but i'm the one that's following that i'm the one that's taking oh, and remember and remember too mike how many of these surgeries get reversed or oh, get uh, damaged due to not following the rules or however you want to they say this one it. is is not reversible but it really is because you can stretch your stomach back out your stomach yeah, stretching. so if you don't crazy, if you so. don't put the hard work in to hit your numbers whether right. it's calories or uh, amount or weight right. of food, then it's going to be damaged. Yeah, it's going to go south real fast. And so I realized that about a month and a half ago, and then last week again, that I have been putting in the work and I should be proud of the choices I've made, the dedication, the hard work. And when you've struggled with that, that's hard because you know, just deflect. I don't want to know. But it's not that I, I, I'm um, looking for it, but when I do get it, I'm trying to now accept it and soak it in because that's all part of the process of growing. So, so I'm the type of person that accepts compliments? Uh, I'm the type of person that no longer shrugs off compliments. That's a negative, Michael. I'm the type of person that accepts compliments. I'm the type of person that accepts compliments. Yes. Do you hear the difference? Yeah, one sounds a lot better. Yeah. Mikey boy, got a book dropping any day now. If you want to buy the book of knowledge, <laughs> motivation get by Mike. Get in line. Get in line to buy that book. Thanks again, Mike. It was really good to talk with you. Thank Not you, Mike. Day. Appreciate your time. No problem. Thanks for having me, guys. Dang. How's somebody supposed to follow all of that? I'm not. So just tune in next time, Jeeps, when I'm joined by athlete, sweetheart, renaissance man, and Tony Twin, Dana Head, joins me on the podcast. Until then, have a great week. Take care of each other. And finally, please eat good, live well, and don't forget to make a little time to be bad.